Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode 18. And as always, please download and subscribe on your favorite listening platform. And after you've done that, we would love to hear from you. And what I mean by that is if you could leave us a review and a five-star rating on whatever listening platform that you're listening to, um, that would be incredible because what we're learning is the more reviews we have and the more five-star ratings we have, the easier it is for people to find us to continue their journey to relational health. So today's episode is part three of the parent stage of maturity. And we're just going to be focusing on two things. And those things are singles as parents and parent holes. So let me explain. So when I say singles as parents, I don't mean specifically single parents. I mean adults, singles who are not married um, and what it looks like for them to be operating in a parental role. And we talk about different ways that can happen and healthy ways to do that. And then parent holes. So those would be those things that you would see in parents that have not fully completed all the skills that they need to learn to be fully mature parents. So let's go ahead and jump right back into this discussion on the parent stage of maturity. Um, So let's talk about singles as parents. Yes. So there's three types of parent styles when you are single. So it could look three different ways. Mm -hmm. One could be supplemental parenting, which looks like you're helping with training, um, introduction to the community, protection. That could look it's like a mentor. Yeah, it could be a karate instructor. Yeah. It could be um, a boys and gl- girls club mentor. Yeah, uh, there is a the a, a camp counselor. There's yeah, a variety so of ways. A youth group volunteer. Yep, all mm-hmm. those can be supplemental. So you assist with training, introducing the community, and then protection. That's what all those things are for. I think even there's discipline that goes into that too. Just a lot of mm-hmm. different things that goes into that supplemental section. Then there's the stand-in. So that's when a parent is unable. Um, to be available for whatever reason at any given time. Mm-hmm. So it could be, it could be a foster parent. Right. It could be, um, a parent. It could be an aunt or uncle who, who's, um, their parents have, uh, for whatever reason they're incarcerated or they've gone away on a long trip or they're in the military. They're a single mom and they're right. in there in or the maybe military. Maybe they have health issues. Yeah, health issues, anything mm-hmm. like that. So then there's that single person that can be a stand in while mm-hmm. the bio parent is taking care of whatever they need to be taken care of due to whatever reason. Right. Yeah. It could also look like, I think this is important, uh, parents' emotional health. Yes. If a parent is not in a place where they can parent in a healthy way, it might look like you standing in for that parent, mm-hmm. maybe even not physically bringing the child into the house, but still giving the child an opportunity for attachment and love and belonging yeah. um, in another form or fashion. Yeah. And, and to this should never look like you pitting yourself against that bio no, parent. Never. That's never the goal. Never. Um, a lot of people struggle with this piece. It's in because, support of. Yeah, it's in support of. Even if the bio parent is not making good choices, uh, that child will always have attachment to the bio parent. And it is a deep attachment. It is their first attachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we work to try to break that attachment, it's going to continue to break the child. So whichever way you might uh, find yourself as a stand-in parent, remember that 
it really does need to be as much as possible. Obviously, there's some bio parents who are, who are very unhealthy, and and I think you have enough wisdom to determine mm-hmm. that. But um, still honoring that that child's parent with the child because it really does not matter if we've learned anything in foster care. It does not matter what that no. bio parent has done to that child. No. That child still loves that parent. Yep. Uh, we have horrific stories that we know of that kids have endured, and they still love their End mom the and day. dad. Yep, they yep. want mom and dad. No matter what that parent has done to yep. them. So honoring the child in that situation. However, if you can walk with a bio parent, continue to be a support in some way where you're not trying to pull the child away from the attachment from their bio parent, mm-hmm. but can still stand in and, and provide what that kid yeah. really needs, uh, that is a gift. Absolutely. That's a gift. It's a huge gift. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it, it even goes in, I think, um, well, yeah, with even just community, like parents that are of, of, of other friends or having someone in um, oh, yeah. the community that your kids can go to, mm-hmm. even if there are two capable, capable parents, parents. Yeah. but having someone else that can be that standing parent when they're like, Oh, I'm really fighting with my parents right now. And I don't know mm-hmm. yeah, that's what good. to do. Mm-hmm. Someone they can go to that, that can stand in and, and support the, your kid and support you. Right. And they're, again, they're not coming into, you're not dividing that. You're not, you're not divisive. You're right. not, taking one side or the other, you are supporting their relationship, but you're, but you're standing in as the parent in that moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and then there's the replacement parent. And that's, I mean, it, it is what it sounds like it is. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's a permanent replacement when a parent is lost for whatever reason. Yeah. And so that could be look like adoption that could look like, um, guardianship guardianship can look mm-hmm. a couple of different ways that, but now you've stepped into the role of mm-hmm. mom and dad or mom or dad. Um, yeah, this has actually happened uh, with us in over the course of our lives, where a lot of our kids that we call kids uh, actually are not necessarily legally adopted by us, but mm-hmm. we are their replacement parent because their parent just is lost. Yeah, um, some of them are still alive, but just will never have the capability to be a parent. Or some of them have physically lost parents. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I would love, I would love a replacement <laughs> mom. Uh, I lost my mom when I was young, and so. So the, so this can be such a gift to people and don't, don't think about, I think what I'm trying to get at here is that don't limit this to a child that you have to parent like Mm -hmm. a child in, in this situation. It could look like if you're an elder, it could look like still providing that replacement parenting or stand in parenting for an adult That's really who could really benefit from a mom or dad. That's really, really good. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's really good. So, so let's look at singles as spiritual parents. So, um, so please know this. God is the one who calls you to this. Mm-hmm. This is not something you take on your own. You don't mm-hmm. just go and say, I'm going to be your spiritual. No, this is something that the Lord needs to call you to, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, it also needs to be done as part of a community yeah, because you, sh- you are single. Right. Yep. You should never be trying to pull, choose one child and pull them into isolation with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really, again, back to the very beginning, parenthood is meant to be done, uh, with a supportive partner. Yep. Um, so if you are a single, uh, if you are a single and you're looking to parent, don't forget that piece because yes. we haven't covered that. Mm-mm. Don't forget that piece that you still need a supportive partner. So that might look like I've actually known some really amazing young ladies who are uh, single, but have chosen to foster parent and they do it with their best friend. Yeah. Like how cool is that? I know two young ladies who literally bought a house and, 
they were single, didn't have any prospects, and they felt really called to foster care. And so they just stepped up to the plate and um, fostered together. Yeah, that's awesome. But but they had each other, and mm-hmm. that's the important part. Yeah. Um, you want to focus on the same gender. Um, I mean, that should go without saying, but you definitely want, and there's reason for that, and we'll get into that, but you definitely want to men with men, women with women. Again, because um, only a man can bestow manhood on a boy mm-hmm. yep. and vice versa. So you want to, cause that's the goal, the ultimate goal, even in, I think even in the spiritual part of it, the ultimate goal is to bring them into spiritual maturity as a man mm-hmm. and spiritual maturity as a woman. Yeah. And, and emotional and maturity. emotional maturity. Yeah. And so only other men can do that Yeah, for, for men. Yeah. And this is where those bonds come into play yep. that uh, because bond, the goal here in parenting whether biologically or in this situation uh, with children that are not your biological children, the important part is that an attachment is built and a mm-hmm. bond is built. And, um, but you have to be aware that the uh, sexual circuits are actually located next to the brain's bonding center. So uh, you probably have been around the world long enough. If you pay any attention, it's not unknown or unheard of that kids can get very attached to parental figures mm-hmm. that aren't typically that aren't their biological parent um, in a sexual way. They can even use sexual behaviors to try to attract attachment or mm-hmm. a bond um, because and for many kids, unfortunately, that's how they've learned love in unhealthy environments. Yeah. And so that gets mixed up in the brain. And that's the other reason why. Um, Staying within a same gender when you are single parenting or spiritual parenting is important. Yeah, within um, a community. Yeah, and that it stays within a community. Uh, you don't want to become that child's one and only because usually that will continue to evolve into something that's unhealthy. You really want them to build an attachment to you, but also an attachment to a community that's yeah. balanced and to keep keep that <clears throat> sexual um, interaction out of the equation. I'm completely out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it can happen without without intention on either yeah, side. Absolutely. And then one other thing I just think I want to make a point of, too, is that mature parents are more than eager for the next generation to move past them. Yeah. A mature parent should be for sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the whole that's 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 the whole goal. Yeah. Is for them to move past you. Yeah. So, when I thought about that, I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I love your, the uh, uh, the conference you went to the story. If you can remember it, I can't remember. I just remember uh, the moment where I was like mind blown when if, if a passing we, lanes, doesn't matter a passing oh, lane. Oh yeah. Like my whole goal in life is to create a passing lane for the next generation. That's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I was like, if we just lived our lives like that, what would it be like if yeah. I as a parent was like my whole my whole existence right now is to build a passing lane for my yeah. children. Yeah. My whole job as a boss is to build a passing lane for my employees. Yep. My whole job as a pastor is to build a passing, passing lane for, for the my, people yeah, that I'm discipling yeah. or yeah, for my congregation yeah. or if I'm in leadership in any way, those that are underneath me, it's my, my job, job to build a passing lane for to, them. Yeah. Is to figure out a way for them to pass me. Yeah. And to drive well. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't stay between not, the lines. Right. Man. Not build a passing lane. So when I like fall off my pedestal there, they get to pass me unprepared. No. no. Uh, but to drive really well and to set them up for success, what yeah. would it look like if we lived that way? Again, back to the conversation we had at the beginning of like, you're a child and you're mature. You're an infant. You're maturing. You're a yep. child. You're maturing. You're an adult. You're maturing all for you. Yep. And then Sweet. as a parent, yes, I have now started the construction process of that passing lane. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. That's so good. To go and not only just build it, but also go back and find it. Find those people who are going to pass me. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's so good. Parent maturity the holes. holes. Here we now go. we're on our holes. Yeah. Uh, obvious immaturity in a parent mm-hmm. looks like. Family members may be put at risk, deprived, or feel unimportant. Mm-hmm. So where basically you're, you're, you're selfish. Yeah. You're <laughs> selfish. Yeah. And they feel it. And they feel it. And they, um, or you don't protect or. All or you those, don't serve. You don't or serve. you don't enjoy. Or and, you don't. Yeah. And it's felt that mm-hmm. I feel, I don't feel safe with this parent or I don't. So that, that's an yeah. obvious hole. If you, if that has come up, not so whole. And again, not to condemn, not to, right. not to say you need to be better. This is, this is where I am. Lord, how do I, how do I grow from how here? How do I grow from, grow from here? So who, what ha- needs to happen for the skills? And we'll talk about that a little later. Yep. Um, this is a good one. Children may be parentified, um, having to take care of their parents, which actually blocks their maturing process. This is my story. So, uh, I was definitely parentified in the way that I had to take care of a parent who had an addiction. And so it blocked my maturing process. I, I was catapulted as a child into the parenting Mm -hmm. stage of life. And so I then spent 20, 30 years parenting people because I knew how to. Right. But I had major maturity gaps because I never got to be a kid. So as a 10-year-old, people look at you and go, she's really mature. Mm -hmm. She's a really mature 10-year-old. She can take care of herself. Oh, wow, look how mature she is. Nope, actually did the exact opposite. I was in skill. I was not on the inside. Oh, Lord, in my relationships... I was an infant mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and, and and I couldn't figure out why all my relationships were so broken. And and so I'm gonna and then I'm gonna ask this question because this is one of the things that I've um, I think I've said before and I heard. But what happens is is that you begin to operate like you can do the task, you did the task, but there was no joy, no joy, and it was out of fear, absolutely. And it created a lot of it creates those fear bonds that we haven't really got into, but mm-hmm. it creates that connection of. I can do this, but am I going to screw something up or how is this going to work? So what's interesting about this that we actually didn't talk about in parenting is that sacrificial uh, caring of another person at the parent stage, because remember, adult stage is mutual satisfaction. Parent stage is sacrificial, which means my needs actually get pressed to the side. Mm. Right. So I I deny what I want and need so that I can make sure your needs are met. Um, And that's healthy for a season. With the intent of I'm building a passing lane. Yeah. Where this gets broken at this point is when I'm a child and I'm having to say, I'm going to put my needs aside to make sure mom or dad, your needs are met. Mm. Um, and wow. then I begin to build a pattern of wow. that in my whole life. Yeah. And that was my story that I, wow. that I built. Like I constantly was saying, my needs are not important. The needs of everyone else are much more important than my needs. Wow. And and then I hit a wall and yeah. almost self-destructed. And so, because and, that wasn't the way, that wasn't what God designed no. for me to be. That wasn't the life he designed for me. And, and the thing with that, that wall took about 30 years for that. For me to finally hit, hit it. the wall. Mm-hmm. Like for it to be like, I mean, you, you hit well, it. I had hit it probably hit a it. billion times. Yeah. <laughs> but it became, it became evident that, that there was no getting past this wall. Yeah. Well, well, the kid part of me, which is a whole other conversation, <laughs> showed up and said, I can't keep living like this. Yeah. I cannot 
I need somebody to actually care about me for the first time ever. Yeah. Literally, that was that was what it came down to two years ago. So, was that I I came to you and I came to my family and I said, I have to actually take care of me. Whatever it's going to cost at this point, I've spent my whole life taking care of everybody mm-hmm. else, and that just can't go on. No, and and, and what I the, the and the point of that is that you may not notice it for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, you because you're mature. And you right. can do the task. You're doing the things, you're right? Doing the you're thing, doing the things. And it's and you and life is going and mm-hmm. you're 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 driven. You are independent. Okay. You're successful. You're, yeah, at that point I was I had owned a business for twelve years. Yeah. We had fostered seventy kids. Yep. We had been married twenty years, like all the things that like would give us gold stars in society. Yeah. We were leaders successful, in ministry. Whatever. Yeah. Like all the things that would give us gold stars. That's, yeah. And uh But that's that's the thing, is but you you it means nothing. Right. Because I wasn't actually getting to be who God designed me to be exactly. in that stage of life. Yeah. So even though I was a parent, I didn't get to really, I wasn't mature enough to actually be the parent that God yes. designed me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was a kid, I didn't get and also then, to be a kid and learn how to grow in child maturity or yeah, infant maturity. Say, and yeah. actually, it actually um, affected two areas mm-hmm. of your life. Oh yeah. Three, four. I was going to say probably more <laughs> than four, that, 12. but if we're just talking about, I'm hopeful for, for elder, I'm hopeful. We're getting there. We got some time. We yeah. got some work to do, yeah. but, but, but the coolest part is in saying that, cause we weren't intending on sharing no. all of that this morning is that what, what's so amazing and why we're doing these videos is because that was my story. Mm-hmm. Was, was, and I have grown so much in two years just by knowing that I didn't, that I was missing gaps, that I had yeah. gaps in my maturity. And and what do I do about that? There's practical things that can be done. Yeah. This isn't hopeless. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. like Let's go. when we're saying this works or this matters, you're seeing two, you're living. seeing the evidence yeah. of it. Yeah. Like we wouldn't, two years ago, we didn't even know if we would be married yeah. because I couldn't function. Uh, and I couldn't function and I couldn't handle because of maturity or yeah. lack of maturity. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So enjoy so. that part of our story to know mm-hmm. as a testimony of the Lord's goodness and faithfulness that, that this is, these are tools that yeah, really do work. So tool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple of things else, other tools or other tools, other holes um, that you'll see, you're going to see um, your kids, your children may be vulnerable to peer pressure, unhealthy group bonds, um, be less likely to succeed in life's goals. Um, because the reason for that is because again, our job as parents is to grab our kids, pull them into maturity mm-hmm. and, and teach them how to become mature adults. Right. And if we haven't done that, we'll unfortunately we'll our, see the fruit of that yeah, in, our in, our, kids. in our kids. Yeah. Um, and I think one of those, uh, another piece that needs to be added there is that they won't be able to do hard things. Yeah. Yep. Um, that, that I think is a really key it's indicator really that one. has become evident to us in adults um, when their parents weren't mature, a lot of times it shows up in them being adults that can't do hard things. Yeah, very true. Um, parents may be, so that's an, that's an obvious immaturity because remember to, by this stage as a parent, you should know how to return to joy from every emotion. Uh, that's something you're learning from infancy up through adulthood. And so by the time you're a parent, you should mm-hmm. be able to do that for yourself. Yep. Um, if not, then you're a parent and that's going to show up in uh, not only in you and in situations in your life, but also in reaction to your children's feelings. Um, you're going to have a hard time returning them to joy yes. or you returning to joy from, from their, their amazing ability to trigger you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because they, yes. Because they got it. Yep, they, they got, got it. it. They know it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the last one is just hopelessness and um, depression. depression. Yep. And just. Just a broken family unit, broken family, like that yeah. disconnection that exists mm-hmm. when parents are not mature enough to lead their their family, and you have kids who are struggling with identity and belonging. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think we need a lot of description. No. I think that, families can come to mind. Yeah, whether they're our own is. or whether they're someone else's. Yeah, that's yeah. obvious. So again, in quick, um, just a recap of that. So the primary task of parents to be completed is sacrificially taking care of children with, with joy. joy. With joy. With joy. That's the big one. So if you're doing a great job, you're killing the game and taking care of your, your kiddos, uh, and you feel like you're checking a lot of boxes, check your joy. Yeah. Check your joy. The Lord wants you to be able to do this with he, joy. He created us. He created us to do it with joy. Yeah. And it's something that's, mm-hmm. and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And your kids pick up on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they need know. that joy factor as well. Not mm-hmm. just that you're checking boxes, but that that, that enjoyment you're of your job as your a parent. Family. Yeah, and that you're enjoying yeah. enjoying your role matters. Absolutely. It really does matter in their identity and sense of belonging. Yep. That will last a lifetime. Absolutely. And then a resulting problem, um, if uh, maturity in adulthood is not completed, is a distant or conflicted family relationships. So, again, it's that broken family. It's mm-hmm. the, or maybe it's not a quote-unquote broken family, but it's a disconnected family mm-hmm. um, that um, they just aren't on the same page. There's just... There's just a lot of disconnection and a lot of um, disjointedness. You can yeah, sense you can it. Sense yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The so, bond is missing. Yeah. So if you've been listening to this episode and you've realized that there are some gaps in your uh, parent maturity stage and your parent maturity level, like what do you do? Like what are the next steps? Um, first of all, I just want to say um, if you have not listened to the um, earlier podcast that we talked about the infant maturity level and the child maturity level um, and even the adult maturity level, please go back and listen to those. Uh, that will give you some insights on maybe some of those gaps that you have found in your maturity by listening to this recent episode uh, that you can go back and work on. Now, we do know that if you are a parent, that means that you do have children in the house. So you can't put your kids to the side while you go and work on yourself. However, these are things that you can do and some tasks that you can complete with the help of community to come alongside of you and walk with you through the growing process. And one other thing that you can do is listen to next week's podcast, because in that episode, we're going to talk about ways to sure up your maturity skills uh, in the parent level of maturity. And we're also going to talk about what it looks like for you to be the community for someone else to help bring them also into that full measure of maturity. So thank you for listening. And we are looking forward to bringing you next week's podcast. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.